resigned my job as pastor, gave up my car, my house, my salary, <laughs> and came to the Philippines with a promise of three meals a day. <laughs> and I've been here for 28 years. knew that I wanted to be a priest and I got all the encouragement I needed from my parents and my pastor and I enrolled in seminary at 13. After many years, high school, college and beyond, suddenly they said, maybe if you would go out in the world and find a nice, nice wife, it would all go away. I wondered, what's that all about? I went out into the world and did find a very wonderful mother of my children and married life for many, many years and then many children. When I found out I was gay, that that's what they were talking about and I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> my wife said, I think it's good that we have a divorce so you can be free to be yourself and I can be free to be myself. So I got active in the gay community in 1971 and have been uh, active in the gay community ever since. I was a pastor in Detroit, Chicago, Phoenix, and then went to Los Angeles and worked in the international headquarters of MCC, the Metropolitan Community Church. When I was pastor, I found out that people don't come to you for pastoral counseling that says, Pastor, teach me how to pray. They always came with psychological problems and they, they thought it was pastoral counseling. So for that reason, I decided to go get further education in psychology and I got a master's in counseling psychology and a doctorate in clinical psychology. I got involved in, in university work. But then one of the MCC friends of mine, pastor friends of mine, says, Richard, I think it's time for you to go back into ministry. About that time, there was a vacancy for the uh, pastorate in Auckland, New Zealand. So I accepted it and worked there for several years. And a letter came to the national headquarters of MCC saying, I've been kicked out of my church for being gay and there's nobody here to help us. Hmm. If there's nobody in that country that can help him, maybe, maybe I better be the one. <laughs> so I borrowed money and came to uh, Manila. I had a big, what we call the pride mass and they signed a petition for me to come back and start an MCC ministry in Manila. There were some very fine organizations, but they were closeted, which I found out made us the first openly gay and lesbian organization in the country. You know what? All the other countries in the world are having pride marches. I said, why don't we have a pride march? And they decided that we would have Pride March that June, June 1994, 
It was led by MCC and Pogay and other organizations and people joined us. And it began to make a big difference in the perception of the, of the general population of the Philippines that um, we're here and we are part of the country and we have a right to be, not only to be, but to be Christian if we want. When people say that in the Philippines, for example, where we don't have the right to, to have marriage sanctioned by the government, that, that, that it's only for men and women, that's been my ministry for so many years, to, to help people understand that it's part of who they are to love the one they love and to be free to love the one they love. And no matter what they call it, it's love. But the Philippines is a very religious country and we know what the Bible says about that. I say, no, I'm afraid that you probably don't know what the Bible says about it. It doesn't say any place in the Bible that God is going to put all homosexuals in hell. <laughs> nowhere, nowhere in the Bible does it say that or that, um, that it's not right and not okay to love the one you love. These bad translations and these bad interpretations are not the true message of God's word. When I was told that it was, I was past retirement age of MCC, I, I was too young. <laughs> I was too young to stop ministry. So I had an opportunity to get together a couple of other ways of serving the people. One was the Order of St. Elred, which was a spiritual community of people. And another was the Catholic Diocese of One Spirit, which I eventually became a bishop of. About that time, the AIDS crisis in the Philippines was getting worse. And we decided that it's time that we do something about service to those people who have been diagnosed and, and tested as, as being what we call PLHIV, persons living with HIV. About that time, one of my dear friends came to me and says, Father, I'm HIV positive. My life is over. I guided him in what to do to do everything right and he wouldn't have to worry about that. And he got very positive, got a new job and a new lover, and everything was going fine. And all of a sudden he disappeared. And I found out later on is in San Lazaro very, very sick with AIDS. And also at the same time, my gay son contacted me and told me he was HIV positive. As a result of both of those incidents, I wrote the article for Outrage Magazine saying how to do everything right while living with HIV. The Well Wellness Program for people who are living with HIV, 
if they do everything right, they can stay well, continue their career, and go on with their life. Sometimes people say to me, where did that expression, sex positive theology come from? The point is, we've all been brought up with sex negative theology. No masturbation. No condoms. No sex except when married. And no sex in marriage except to make babies. <laughs> we looked at what Jesus actually said, which, which was none of those things, and we come up with sex positive theology. All sex is good if it is not harmful or forceful. Some sex is better if it is within, accompanied by loving and caring. Some sex is best if it is in a committed, long-term, enduring, loving relationship. Actually, over the years, I've received some nice awards, unexpected and certainly much appreciated. In recognition for the inspiring contribution to promote respect for all people, regardless of sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression, SOGI, and in pushing for equal rights for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender persons. Well, 25 years ago this month, we were here in the Kazan Memorial Circle uh, for the first Pride March rally. We marched up here, we got as far as the City Hall. We had a rally that started out with a, with a mass, and it was the 25th anniversary of Stonewall. So I gave them a talk about, they had their Stonewall and now we're having ours. <laughs> and then Oscar Atadero gave a, a very powerful manifesto about gay rights. And then some other organizations gave talks. We had 50 people in the first Pride March and 30,000 last year in Marikina. It's just so amazing of the LGBTI community have been brought out of the closet and out of weirdness and out of secrecy and, and out of suspicion. As I come to the twilight years of my life, I look with great satisfaction and great pride and great admiration upon the dozens and dozens of dedicated activists who have brought the LGBTI people of the Philippines to where they are now. I may have been there in the beginning, but oh my goodness, so many wonderful people have done the work over the years and will continue to do the work. All these people have gone to great lengths to, to bring the truth, people of the Philippines, and I'm proud of them.
Ang ating pagbasa ay mula sa Ebanghelyo ni San Lucas Ikalawang Kabanata, versikulo 22 hanggang 32. Babasahin muna sa Tagalog mula sa Filipino Standard Version o FSP. Matapos nito, ito ay babasahin sa Ingles gamit ang NRSV Translation. Nang sumapit na ang araw na kanilang paglilinis ayon sa kautusan ni Moises, dinala ng kanyang mga magulang ang sanggol sa Jerusalem upang ihandog sa Panginoon. Ito ay ayon sa nakasaad sa kautusan ng Panginoon. Ang bawat panganay na lalaki ay itatalaga sa Panginoon. Nag-alay din sila ng ayon sa sinabi sa kautusan ng Panginoon. Dalawang bato-bato o dalawang batang kalapad. May isang taon noon sa Jerusalem na ang pangalan ay Simeon. Ang lalaking ito ay matuwid at masipag sa kabanalan at naghihintay sa pagpapalaya sa Israel. Sumakan niya ang banal na espiritu. Ipinahayag ng banal na espiritu sa kanya na makikita muna niya ang Kristo ng Panginoon bago siya mamatay. Sa patnubay ng Espiritu ay pumasok si Simeon sa templo at nakita niya na daladala si Jesus na kanyang mga magulang upang gawin ang nakaugalian ayon sa kautusan. Kinarga ni Simeon ang sanggol at nagpuri sa Panginoon. Sabi niya, Ngayon, Panginoon ko, ayon sa inyong ipinangako, Mapayapa mo nang kunin ang iyong alipin. Sapagkat namalas na ng aking mga mata ang iyong pagliligtas na inyong inihanda sa harap ng lahat ng bansa. Isang ilaw ng pagpapahayag sa mga hentil at para sa kaluwalhatian ng bansa mong Israel. The same reading from the Gospel of Luke from the NRSV translation. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what was stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus, To do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory to your people Israel. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling us today. May the words we receive inspire us, comfort us, and challenge us. Amen. So, welcome po sa ating lahat again. 
uh, sa mga kararating lang po. Hindi pa ako nagpakilala kanina. No? Ako si Reverend Joseph. Ako pong uh, Mother Superior ng ang Changbeki ng Open Table Metropolitan Community Church. At uh, mamaya na po ang mga ilang mga pagkilala uh, towards the end of our service. Uh, ulitin ko lang din yung sinabi ko sa umpisa, no? Um, okay lang magpasalamat kay God para sa buhay niya. Kasi yun yung panalangin kanina, eh, no? Pero sabi nga sa pamahiin, bagong pamahiin ngayon, bawal daw mag-thank youhan sa salamay, no? So, ang sabi natin, shalom. Okay, shalom. Yun yung pamalit sa thank you. Okay, no? Shalom. Um, at ang shalom naman, hindi lang naman siya peace, eh. No? Uh, that's the common translation of shalom. But shalom is more, hindi siya basta kapayapaan, it's wholeness. Kaganapan, kabuuan ng buhay. So, that, that is what shalom is all about. So, Uh, magbigay tayo ng shalom pag mag-thank you tayo mamaya. Yun yung ating chika. So, yung video na ating napanood just now is the documentary no, produced by uh, Charoke, you know, one of the known uh, activists, filmmakers, uh, LGBT na filmmaker. And That was sponsored by the LGBT Chamber of Commerce. Kanina may representative na uh, pumunta dito kanina. And also by the Embassy of the Netherlands. The Royal Kingdom of the Netherlands. Now, I want us to first draw our attention to, the, to what Father Richard said in the video. It's a documentary. At ito yung sabi niya. That has been my ministry for so many years. To help people understand that it is part of who they are, to love the one that, uh, to love the one that you love, and to be free to love, and whatever you call it, it is love. Kaya naman, he died as he lived. He died on the day that love is celebrated, February 14. Iba kabugera din talaga si Father. Kabugera. No. Pag bakla talaga kailangan, umistatement. Grumand exit. Diba? Grumand exit. And certainly, uh, almost 29 years together siya with Simon, Simeon. Simon, Simon, ang kanyang nickname, pero ang talaga ano yung Simeon. No? Just what we heard in the reading today. They are almost 29 years together sa darating na March. Anong, anong date ulit? March? March 8. March 8 would have been 29 years together. Almost 29 years together in loving relationship is certainly love. Medyo masakit lang, masakit talaga sa LGBT ang pagproseso ng Everything that needs to be done for the funeral, for St. Peter, because under the law. At naranasan din yun ni uh, Kuya Vince dati kay Pastor Egay. Hahanapan ka ng relative for authorization. No matter how long, kahit more than 29 years. 
But that is love. That is love. No matter what anybody else would say. Caring for a partner, an aging partner, is love. Ang pag-aaruga, lahat ng pagod, lahat ng uh, struggle to take care of your aging partner is love. Sa lahat ng paghihirap at kabigatan, pagmamahal yan, pag-ibig yan. 33 years of ministry and advocacy in the Philippines starting in 1991 at a time where there was no internet or social media. In 1991, 33 years ago, going to foreign land with no certainty other than, sabi niya, three meals a day. That is certainly love. Love for God and for Filipinos. And I'm sure someone more brilliant and inspiring, someone brilliant um, have said this. And I think si Senator Risa nagsabi nito, no? one of her privileged uh, speeches sa Senate. Love is the fuel of our struggle. Love is the fuel of our movement. Ang pag-ibig ang gasolina <laughs> ng ating pakikibaka. And this is certainly true for the life, ministry, and advocacy of Father Richard Mickley. A scripture reading today that I chose is the story of the presentation of Jesus in the temple. Ang weird, no? Uh, usually, pag lamay ang reading sa service about the resurrection, um, mostly about the resurrection, and certain verses about the promise of, of the resurrection and the life to come. But I chose this specifically for Father Richard, the presentation of Jesus in the temple. Our scripture reading says, Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. In some ways, Father Richard is like Simeon. One who long awaited the Messiah, the Liberator. Father Richard, who had a Simeon. And the Gospel of Luke says that Simeon of ancient days was a righteous and devout man. I think that is true both for Father Richard and for Simon. They are righteous and devout. Father Father Richard was righteous and devout man who longed to see the liberation of LGBTQ plus Filipinos. Simeon, Richard's partner for many years and even decades, is righteous and devout for he passionately cared for and devoutly cared for Father Richard for many years and even decades. And I guess like the Simeon of ancient days, Father Richard has finally seen a glimpse of the liberation of the liberation that like Simeon of old 
Ito, nalito na ako na, wala na. Kaya ayoko mag-ano eh, iPad eh. <laughs> like dito. And I guess like the Simeon of ancient days, Father Richard has finally seen the glimpse of the liberation and has said to himself at 94 years old, Dear Lord, let your servant go in peace, for I have finally seen your salvation, your liberation. From 50 people in 1994, according sa kanyang testimony, from a very few young people back then, a handful of organizations, some of which are not even out. Sabi niya. Father Richard witnessed the growth and the expansion of the movement, of the LGBTQ plus movement. He has witnessed and met some of the newer and younger generations. A generation of activists and advocates. Father Richard saw the face of Jesus in the leaders and organizers of the continuing Pride March every single year. And like Simeon of ancient days, who was very, very old also, when yung Simeon noon, no, nakita niya si Jesus, he was also very, very old at that time. Like Simeon of ancient days, when he encountered the baby Jesus, Richard, like Simeon, finally said, Lord, let your servant go in peace, for I have finally seen your liberation. Paano nakita mo na yung liberation? Wala pa, hindi pa nga naipapasa yung Soji Equality Bill. Diba? In the same way, nung nakita niya, ni, nung sinaunang Simeon si Jesus, bakit natapos ba ang Roman Empire? Hindi rin naman. But there is something there to say, that finally I saw a glimpse of liberation. And I think there's a parallel to that when the Simeon of old saw Jesus and Father Richard, who I would say the Simeon of today, at least for what I'm interpreting in this sermon, have seen a glimpse of the liberation of LGBTQ Filipinos. Seeing the growth, the expansion of the movement. Father Richard saw Jesus in each and every one of you. In each of us. And I'm sure he is smiling, crossing the rainbow bridge, passing through the eastern gate. He smiles as he is welcomed by Jesus and the Blessed Mother. Sinama ko talaga yung Blessed Mother kasi Roman Catholic talaga ang background niya. Smiling as he is welcomed by Jesus and the Blessed Mother. Welcomed and counted among the great cloud of witnesses and saints. At may pabanner si Mike Mia, yes. si Choi, yes. at si Pastor Egay at Pastor Oj. Welcome, Welcome to the family. At tumawid ka na. Finally naman, Father, tumawid ka na. Siguro sabi nung, nung, nung mga baklang nauna na doon, di ba? Yeah, with a, with a rainbow cake. Now, they always say, pag, may na, pag, pag naman may namamatay at pag may lamay, biglang nagi, palagi na lang nagiging mabait. <laughs> Bigla yung tao. Diba? True ba yun? <laughs> True ba yun sa lahat ng mga lamay? Bigla doon nagiging mabait yung tao. No? Or nare-resolve daw yung mga concerns or issues. 
And whenever I give a homily or a preaching pag sa mga funeral, I want to acknowledge the fact that no one is perfect. Actually, hindi nga lang sa funeral eh. Siguro bingin-bingin na sa akin ng mga members ng Open Table MCC kasi palagi ko sinasabi yan. No one is perfect. Walang perfecto sa atin. And certainly, Father Richard is also not perfect. I'm sure over the years, ang daming pinagtalunan at pinag-awayan ni Simon at ni Father those almost 29 years. I'm sure Father had some quirkiness that sometimes got to the nerve then ni Simon. That's part of it. That's part of our imperfection and part of the struggle of any relationship. And there are many other things that we might not even agree with him. Over the years, baka nga may mga nakatampuhan siya sa ilan sa inyo or sa movement. Alam ng Diyos at alam natin na bagaman hindi perfect, mayroon tunay na mabuting tao. Father Richard is not perfect, but he is truly and genuinely a good man. Lahat tayo hindi perfect. Pero merong hindi perfect na mabuti at merong hindi perfect pero ginawang PhD ang pagiging hindi perfect. Talagang tumawid sa dark side. No? At ginajustify ang pagiging hindi perfect. So may ganun, no? We can always say that no one is perfect. We commit mistakes. We hurt one another. We offend one another. We fail. In our advocacy or in our love, in ministry, we fail. But there is a big difference to what we call or say as imperfection. Imperfection na nagsusumikap na maging mabuti at imperfection na ginawang yung PhD ang pagiging masamang tao. Diba? So, there are people who, all of us are not perfect, but there are people who are genuinely good. And I think that Father Richard not being perfect is a true and genuinely good man. So, aminin at, aminin at kilalanin natin sa ating buhay na walang sino man sa atin ang perfecto. Pero tanungin natin ang sarili natin, tanungin mo ang sarili mo, mabuting tao ka ba? kahit hindi ka perpekto. Pag namatay ka ba, maluwag at madaling sabihin ng iba na nung nabubuhay ka pa, mabuti ka talaga. Or baka naman, hirap na hirap silang magsabi kung ano nga ba sasabihin kung mabuti ka sa kanya. I firmly believe, no, I don't believe, I know and many of you know, to those who know who met Father Richard, that Father Richard was truly and genuinely a good and gentle person, despite his imperfections. And the definition of a saint is not about being perfect or holy or perfectly holy. Maski nga yung mga santong kilala nyo, sa mga Romano-Katoliko, no? Yung mga santong kilala nyo, pag tinanong nyo sila or pag 
mababasa nyo ang ilan sa kanilang mga sulatin o mga sulating na nabanggit tungkol sa buhay nila, none of them ever claim perfection or holiness. No one. No one among the saints claim that they are holy or perfect. Actually, palagi siya sabi ng mga santo, I'm unworthy. I'm a sinner. But they strive. They strive. Nagsumikap to be holy. And what is holiness? Ano nga ba talaga ang holiness? At least for me and what I've been telling Open Table MCC is that holiness is social holiness. Very Methodist. <laughs> Very Wesleyan. Social holiness, love and compassion for others. That's, that I think is the embodiment of holiness. Love and compassion for others. Sa kabila ng sarili mong imperfection, nagsusumikap ka at nagpapatuloy na magmahal at maglingkod. Sa iyong kapwa, ito may merong kapalit o wala. Ito may maaalala ka o hindi. Kikilalaning ka man o hindi. Because you know that Holiness, love, and compassion is not about you. It's not about me or any one of us. Love and compassion is not about us. It includes us, but it is not ultimately about us and our egos. And so, may dalawang aral mula na gusto kong hugutin sa buhay ni Father Richard. Number one, yung kanina, that he spent his entire life proclaiming love and freedom. Proclaiming love and the freedom to love. And second is this, that he did not make a fuss about him being first. He did not make a fuss about it. He did not ano to, hindi siya nagkaroon ng uh, claim, hindi siya nag-push, hindi siya bitter or resentful about whatever. He never made a fuss about being the first. Ang paglilingkod at pag-aambag ay hindi tungkol sa kanya. And I don't think that humility is about being soft-spoken. You know, I don't think... Humility is being soft-spoken or being timid. I think through, ang tunay na humility is knowing and behaving in a way that it is not about you. You can be very confident person. You can be a very strong person. Strong personality. But at the same time, humble because you know that it, the work The movement, the struggle is not about you. It may include you, but it's not about you. And Father Richard had such an attitude. Whenever he is asked about the LGBT movement, magsasabi naman siya, no? magkukwento siya, he will recall his experiences and, and fondly tell people about his experiences. But he will always put it back kung napansin nyo dun sa video, ikukwento niya kung ano nangyari. But at the end, he will always put it back and point to the younger generation. 
he will always genuinely appreciate and recognize the immense effort, sacrifice, and work of the preceding, preceding ba? Proceeding, the next generation. Sabi niya kanina, no? I may have been there at the beginning, but it is you. It is you who put in the work. It is you who carry the work and the struggle forward. He points to others. He recognizes others. That, and that is the true test and true measure of any leader or anyone who claims to be a leader or a shepherd of the people. Anong sabi niya sa bandang dulo? Father, what Father Richard says, I am proud of them. I am proud of you. Now, I'm sure si Father, Father Richard, marami yang struggle. Marami rin yang hinanakit at kapaitan ng buhay. Marami. There were times that he was ignored and neglected. But not once did we ever heard him say anything bitter or resentful. May nakita na ba kayong post niya sa Facebook na nangangaway siya? Uh, nung binabardagul niya, meron ba? Usong-uso yan sa LGBT movement, di ba? Away-away. Public away talaga, di ba? Kailangan talaga magbardagulan sa public market of opinion. Sa kabila ng mga hinanakit niya, he never said anything bad to anyone. He will still have a smile and a gentleness with him. As best as he can, he will still grant interviews to younger people, student researchers, and other activists. He was always magnanimous. He was always gracious. Because he understood that the struggle for equality, justice, and love is not about him. Hindi iyon tungkol sa kanya. Kaya hindi niya kailangang igiit ang kanyang sarili sa iba o maski sa LGBT movement. While at the same time, despite his own personal struggles and old age, he would always make sure to attend the Pride March every year. Itong last Pride March, andun siya. Struggle. Uh, umattend sila. At pinuntahan niya pareho. Quezon City and Metro Manila Pride. You know, our church had very difficult and challenging times back in 2012 and 2013. Hindi ko lang ko sa mga nakakalam, alam nyo na yun. May nag Sino yun? Asabi, huwag mo na ikwento. And he always showed up even just to show his support and love to our small struggling church. At hindi ko naiintindihan yun noon. Noon. Nung nagsusulat, sinus kaninang morning sinusulat ko ang sermon na ito, na na kanina ako na-emotional at kanina ako na-realize yung mga bagay looking back. Hindi ko naiintindihan noon. 
Kasi nga, matanda na si father and all that. Parang minsan sinasabi, pag, um, pag nagpapakita siya, father, huwag <laughs> ka nang pumunta kasi ano, para kami yung nahihirapan for, for him. But he shows up. He shows up when we were struggling as as a church that was almost destroyed back in 2012-2013. He showed up nung wala pa kaming space, andun kami sa, uh, oh, nagpakita rin siya sa Makati, no? The first service there. Tapos, nag, nung bumalik na kami sa Quezon City, sa Barangay Kamuning, sa Barangay Hall, dun, isang office, dun kami nag-worship, dumating siya. Ayun nga. Tapos nung unang service sa Cubao, nung finally may bagong chapel, ang layo ng lilakad niya. Tapos ang taas-taas nung... Hindi, yung building natin mismo, walang elevator, third floor, pero parang fifth floor yung dating. No, umakyat siya doon. Nadapa pa siya one time. Doon sa, ano, sa mataas na uh, chapel natin. He showed up. At hindi ko yung nare-realize noon. Ang, ang isip ko at siguro the other leaders is, yun nga, bakit, bakit, pati pa napupunta, Father? Why, why do you still go? Parang kami ang nahihirapan for you. At nagwo-worry sa kanya. But this morning, I realized it, it meant that it meant that Ang gusto niyang sabihin, at the time na kami ay nagsastruggle at hirap na hirap, I am here. I am here. It is okay. At ang pinakamalala pa niya, nung nag-Christmas party, nung 2013, 2013 ba yun? 2012 pa pala, December, nag-Christmas party sa malayong bahay ni Jack sa Bulacan. Lo and behold, nagulat kami. Si, paano niya nalaman? Hindi naman in-announce. Wala naman nagsabi. Iilan lang kami, iilang piraso lang kami noon. Wala pang sampu, yata. Paano, mo, paano nalaman ni eh? Father? Di ba? Walang announcement noon eh. Bulakan. Bigla na lang nag-show, nag-show up. And the, I'm here and this it's dark. And ano. Ha? <laughs> Pakita siya. Para celebrate sa amin. And simply, it's a testament, hindi niya sinasabi, pero kaninang umago ka na-realize, he is simply saying, I am here. I care. I see you. He was a very, eh, hindi talaga, hindi ko talaga na ano noon, that he was really being a lolo. A loving grandfather. He cannot do much. He has no money. But he wanted to show his love and care by simply showing up. By simply being present. He knew that we were a struggling church. That we might be feeling alone, isolated, and hopeless, and tired. Kanina ko naisip na realize what his presence meant all those many years ago. And perhaps, since I'm also about turning 40 and have been pastoring for many years, now I am understanding his own struggles and his love. Dahil madalas, kapwa-pastor lang ang makakaintindi 
sa struggle ng kapwa pastor. And I was telling Simon and a few other people, no, um, my personal take, that's my personal take in trying what we can to give a little back to, to him. Na ngayon na medyo kaya na namin. This is later years. Because um, uh, isa kong na-imagine, o kung wala tayo, o kung wala tayong pakialam, nangyayari ba ito? Walang pakialam ang open table. And there, there is that sentimentality in me as pastor to kahit konti, at pinanalangin ko din, nagpanalangin ako ng, ng ilang uh, starting last night, Lord, let my preaching be let my preaching be not bitter or resentful. That it not that it's not about me. <laughs> it's not about mm. But yon, my personal take there is um minsan iniisip ko pag naiisip ko siya, naiisip ko ibang mga dating pastor ng 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 MCC. Um Ang hirap kasi. DIY church. Yung sabi ko sa open table, we are a DIY church. We are a grassroots church. We are a church of almost nothing. Who cares for the pastor? Kaya maraming pastor, Peter. Maraming pastor, uh, namuo ang resentment sa puso. But not him. Not him. And that's why I also wanted to, in his later years, sabi ko nga, no, medyo mas capable na yung, yung church namin. We wanted to do something for him last year, no? Last, last year, September was in constant communication with Simon or even before the pandemic nung 2017 ba yon no si Choi pa nagbantay kay kay Father Richard no 27 hospital siya he was present because he cared he was present because it was his language of love he remained here in the philippines because he cared and he loved now, some might question that he is an American, a foreigner, part of the colonizing race. And maybe, baka yan ang rason bakit medyo naiinis ako ngayon. <laughs> Tigilan mo ako, Lord. Uh, but I hope that the race and skin color does not automatically make him imperial or colonizing. He was the opposite. He did not come to enslave or colonize. He did not even come here to save or set anyone of us free. Hindi messianic complex. Hindi siya nag-claim, ako, ako, ang tagapagligtas ng mga LGBT sa Pilipinas. You never hear that. You say, He came offering himself to empower at a time 
that the LGBT movement was almost non-existent. He came to empower, to show each one of us, queer Filipinos, that we have the power, that we have the strength, we have the courage. He came as a missionary whose message of love is to tell us, you are good. You are wonderful. You are worthy. You can go out of the closet if you are ready. I will not pull you out of the closet. I will cheer you on to come out if you're ready. I will not march for you. I will march with you. You can march. You can be proud of yourself. You can fight for your rights. I wish we can see past the color of his skin or nationality. I hope we can overlook his imperfections and his quirkiness. Very quirky and see, 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 Father Richard. Yes, a, a certain kind of humor. Those who have met him. But beyond that, I hope we are able to see the goodness and the genuine love of a gay man in his advanced age when he came to the Philippines in 1991. Ano ba siya? 50s na ba siya noon? 60s? In his 60s? He was already in his 60s. The genuine love of a gay man who left everything to go on a mission to proclaim God's message of love and libera liberation and encourage queer Filipinos to stand up, go out, and march for their own rights, their loves, and their lives. I hope we remember him, not for glory or fame or whatever, but in remembering we may continue the larger common mission of social transformation in the Philippines. Hello. So that each and every LGBTQI plus Filipino who will be born someday will ev eventually have a safe and loving Philippines to grow up to. Minsan tinanong ako ni hindi ko lang kung pwede kong sabihin na yung pag-uusap na. Eh sa bagay testimony ko naman yun. Uh, Nagre-research si Prof. Andoy no? At nagkatsikahan kami sabi niya, ang huli niyang tanong, what, what is your hope? Or ay, hindi, why are, why are you doing these things? What keeps you going? At ang sagot ko sa kanya, because it's about every LGBTQ child who hasn't heard yet the message that they are beloved by God. Or simply, kung di man religious, simply, you're a beloved. And I hope we remember Father Richard for the, the mission of social transformation for each and every LGBTQI plus Filipino who will be born. And hopefully in that future, there will be a safe and loving Philippines to grow up to. Someone brilliant said somewhere, and perhaps this was Senator Riza, Love is the fuel of our struggle. Love is the blood of our movement. May each of us, bawat isa sa atin, tayo na piniling alalahanin siya, 
Samahan siya ngayon. Others did not. I hope we will carry on the work for us sa atin sa MCC to continue improving and expanding our DIY space. Our safe space. Proclaiming God's love and participating in the larger work of justice and the work of equality. For all other queer activists and organizations to continue justice work for equality, whether you are remembered or not, whether you get something out of it or not, we continue the work yung pinaka masakit it's something that we need to let go whether pastor ka o aktivista ka because sabi ko kanina di ba hindi tayo perfect part ng hindi natin perfect part ng imperfection natin is our ego and part of the ego is we want our work to be validated we want to shine we want to be the title holder at pag hindi, nangangaway tayo sa social media. And so, I pray that in remembering Father Richard, whether MCC, other churches, or activists, advocates, and organizations in the LGBT movement, that we see the larger work, the larger future, and to always point to the next generation and say, I am proud of you. It's not about me. Pero mahirap yun. Because you want to be about you. Kahit, kahit ako. At the end of the day, I hope we can point to the next generation and say, I am proud of you. The same way that Father Richard told us. Told each one of you. No, kay Ryan tagal na rin sa movement no? kay Nico kina JP oh, inugat na sa pakikibaka I am proud of you may the love that Father Richard lived and embodied imperfect as he is he was guide us all and fuel our shared struggle Shanawa Amen